This is Nash Gruner, the son of Olivia Gruner, and you are listening to the UCW radio show in your face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW radio in your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, uh, you know, whether you're listening or viewing. And as, as you know, we bring some great guests on the show, inspirational guests, and today is no different. We're bringing on the healthy Irishman, Gavin Murphy, and guess what? He's bringing his lovely wife, Christine, to the show, on the show right now. So I'm going to bring him on, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on. How are you guys doing? What's up, Lou? Hey, hey buddy. There we go. Oh, we got we got the dream team in front of us. The dream uh, team. Yeah, you know, uh, just just let me let me just say this that for people that really want the uh, the the background of Gavin Murphy, the healthy Irishman, what he's done during his career, just go to UCW Radio Show and you'll see you'll listen to the first show we did. This right here is the follow up, and the follow up usually comes a year or two later. And now we're 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 doing some great things. And why don't you give a little snippet on on how you guys, what you guys are doing now, and actually how you guys came together? I mean, I, I love this story though. Yes, uh, well, okay, let's start with the how we came together story, which is a very typical Irish story. Uh, we met in a very familiar place for someone like me, which is a public house, also known as a bar. <laughs> that is where we met, and that was 15 years ago Wow! in Venice Beach in California. So we were, um, I was in there having a couple of beers with some buddies, and my good lady uh, wife was at the bar with some friends, and I was done talking to my two buds. That was the end of it, of the male part of the, of the, uh, of, of the day, and I just went up. And I started talking to her, and that was it. Were you drunk, no Christine? Were you saying. drunk when he was talking to you? You were like, I don't know. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a shot. <laughs> um, I was on my way, but three hours later. This was early. It was seven p.m. So oh, yes. Okay. Oh, so so oh, she was she was in her right her right frame of mind. All right, you did you did yeah. good. You good. You did good. Well, so you you guys came together and. Yeah, See, I, I love these. I love stories that involve couples coming together as a team, and that's what you guys have done. And, and yes. what you've done right now, you're in Vegas, but what you've done in California, and then with the move, let, let's talk about that stuff. Okay, so um, I moved to Los Angeles in 2000. You moved there from, 2000. in 2000 from San Diego. Mm -hmm. So I moved directly from the west coast of Ireland to Los Angeles. So as you can imagine, that was a little bit of a culture shock. However, um, I needed somewhere where the sun was shining and I needed ocean. Two things that were very important to me. So I just ended up in L.A. Didn't but really you, have a you, plan. You, you came with nothing in your pocket, no plan, no, no idea, nothing. Nothing. I knew one person who was the older brother of one of my best friends. And I'd met him one time in Ireland, uh, like years before that. Never, you know, I didn't know. He, he's, he's, he's 10 years older than me. So I stayed on his couch for three months. And... Um, met some of his friends and whatnot, and then just really had to sort of figure it out. Mm. Didn't have a plan, didn't have a job. I borrowed 10 grand off my dad, um, which I think I gave back to him. 
I'm, I'm not too sure. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, and that was it, Lou. And that was uh, in 2000. <laughs> yeah, I know, less. But that was in 2000. Right. And I really, Lou, I just sort of figured it out. I just, um, you know, I cooked for a living. I had trained as a chef in Ireland before that. And I started working for catering companies. Mm-hmm. And LA, you know, is a hotspot of movie industry and you know, music to a certain, you know, you know, extent. And I started working for catering companies, a lot of, the, of different um, companies doing events. And that's really how I sort of introduced myself to, you know, to the food world. And during that, when that was happening, did you guys meet before that or after that? We met in what? Year? 2005. Two, 2005. So I've been there for five years. Okay. So you, you um, were able to build yourself up and get your act yeah. together. Okay. You know, I mean, I was able to figure the city out. You know, for the first two years, I mean, for those of you who know Los Angeles, um, I, I didn't have a car for two years, the first two years. I couldn't afford one. So I used to take the bus everywhere, uh, sometimes two and three buses. And then I bought a bicycle and I would cycle around the city, which in hindsight was great because I got to learn the city. Mm-hmm. Um, a little dangerous from, in L.A. A <laughs> little bit. It, it was a little bit chaotic. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big proponent of like serving your time, if you will, and kind of, you know, getting your feet wet. So for me, you know, I, I had to earn, you know, a car. So I did. And I, it took me two years. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't change that journey because, you know, the journey is all part of it. You had to go through some of those times to understand and appreciate then the fact that I had a car. So I had, sure. you know, I was more mobile and I could get a girlfriend. Yeah, finally, you had to get a car to get the girl. You know, it's like in Scarface, you make the money, get the girl, and all that other stuff. So all that stuff. Yeah. So you you built up from scratch, and that's why I always love the yeah. story because no one handed you anything. You went out and you worked hard for everything you have, and then you guys came together. And when when you had the, when you guys came together, Christine, did you did you have an inkling of what you had in your hands? As far as your your uh, hubby, well, I knew I had somebody special because I've been with him ever since. But special um, as in special, not you no know, the little yellow bus special, just special, special, right? <laughs> <laughs> not the same thing um, wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> I I saw somebody that had tremendous drive and um, just was the kindest, nicest person, and I just I just saw the potential of what he wanted to do. And and at that point, it was just the tip of the iceberg. Everything else has just gotten more intense on what we want to do, what he wants to do. And, um, you know, we just, we made a good match and we came together and just started, we started different projects and, Dude, and it snowballed. You know, we've tried a lot of different things, you know what I mean? Um, so one of the things with Christy, is a let me just point out you know the journey we're on now in terms of with the business and the product and you know we'll get to that when you have somebody in your corner who believes in what you're creating mm-hmm. now what i'm creating is for the family but for all intents and purposes this is something that i sort of you know thought up of and the dream and the and the journey so i know where we're going however to have somebody in your corner who believes in you mm-hmm. and will say listen I trust you. Let's, you know, let's go for it and let's, you know, let's see what happens. That's, you know, I can't speak highly enough of Christy kind of believing in me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Because it's not easy, man. 
you know, she's basically handing over the keys to the, you know, to the journey and said, you know, I'll go as a passenger or as a partner. I mean, we're both together in it. Mm. Um, so, so when you find somebody like that, and of course I didn't know that back then, um, Dude, I mean, it's crazy because you need that. You can't do it by yourself. Anybody no. who says that they're self-made, there's nothing self-made about anybody. Well, you have you, people around you. Who well, you know what you. they say: for every self-made man, there's a woman that's that's uh, pushing the envelope, that's pushing, that's pushing them a little 100%. bit. You know, and and 100%. partnerships. You know, and that that's what I, I I like about what you guys have done because you came together, and you know, Chrissy, you had to trust him with your life. And Gavin, oh, same thing. Yeah, a lot of trust. trust. And, and it's scary, yeah. too. It's scary because you're uh -huh. rolling the dice and you don't know what's in front of you, but you walk by faith. And and you have to walk by faith, Christy. You have to trust. I mean, you, you have good days, you have bad days where you're like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. But we believe in the end game. We believe that we ha you have to believe. Yeah. And... You know, some days, like I said, are easier than others, but that's why if, if I'm having a bad day, thankfully, he's usually having an up day, mm -hmm. and that works, or vice versa, and you just, you have to really just trust that it's, this is part of your journey, all these little things that you're going through, you're going to be down the road and look back and be like, that's why we went through it, and, but when you're in the of it man it's it makes no hard. sense half the time it really yeah, doesn't it doesn't I mean, but that, listen, that's when the that's when the faith comes in at those moments correct yeah correct the the you know and all, you know the grit and the motivation and um, listen my favorite saying and i feel like i quote it every day either to myself or others is by steve jobs when he said it's easier to connect the dots looking backwards than it is looking forwards when you're in something right now and you know, you think you're going in one direction and suddenly you take a detour and you're like, that doesn't make sense. Why is that? And you try to get back on track. Um, you know, you look back at that, you know, a month, two months, six months later, and you're like, that's why that happened. That's why it didn't work out with that person or that opportunity, whatever. So you just have to go with those. And maybe because we've been in kind of on this journey for so long, um, when, when these sort of detours happen, you just have to kind of roll with it and not question it too much. Right, right. You know, you want to question and figure out why, but then you just go, well, there's some reason for it. We'll figure out what it is and we'll see it, you know, eventually mm -hmm. what it is. But hopefully it's leading, you know, leading in a different direction and a better direction. And, but that's hard to do sometimes when you're, you're in the mm -hmm. thick of something and yeah. all you see is the cloud around you and you have to, Correct. you have to go and, and kind of go through that to grab that silver lining. It's not evident. But you have to actually have faith that is in front of you, you know, and it's a lot easier to do that when you have somebody strong by your side that you know that they're there with you. You're do or die. You're right or die. This is this is a person that's there with you on the top, on the bottom. And if they're there with Correct. you at the bottom, you want them there at the top. 100 percent. 100 percent. There's a very so, you know, race car drivers are taught to drive through the smoke. So there's a crash in front of them and the whole track is covered in smoke. Their mindset is just, I'm driving through the middle of it. And that's just the way it is. And that's how they're taught. If they don't do that, they've lost their bottle and that's not how they were trained. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it, you know, it's like a plane taking off. They drive, you know, they fly through the clouds. You know, it's going to be clear on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's eventually going to be clear. So listen, there's a lot of analogies you can use, mm -hmm. but the bottom line is, 
You have to believe in something enough to have the grit to just keep going yeah. every single day. Even when you get up and you know, you've, you've hit a wall, either there's financial issues or you're just having a shitty day. You just got to keep going, man, and get through it. And yeah. you know, the next day will be better. But it's okay to allow yourself to have these days though. Like if you, if you tell yourself everything's fine all the time, you don't really get to feel the down days. And I think it's really important to feel them and then move forward from them, you know, because we all have them. Of course. And you can't do. hide from them forever and you can't choke it down forever because then when it comes up, it's like a volcano. Yeah. So you just allow yourself to have those days, take some time off. You know, I get in a hot bath or whatever it is that just kind of grounds you a little bit or read or, you know, do something different, mm -hmm. do something that's, you know, take a break. It's okay. But, you know, we have to learn this stuff too along the way. That but you know, the thing is when you, when you're that type of person and you have a passion and a, and a, a vision and you have drive to do something, when things don't go the right way and you, you think to yourself, I do it myself. Could I, should I have done it differently? You start beating yourself up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and how do you guys deal with that? Cause Gavin, I know uh, you're that way too. And you beat yourself 100%. up. How do you, how do you talk them off the ledge, Christy? Mm -hmm. how, how do you, you know, that? I kind of, I've been doing what, what, no, no, she'll answer. I, you know, she just tells me to wake up and, and to snap out of it is what she does. Mm -hmm. However, I've put a lot of work, I'll be honest with you, the, you know, uh, the past number of years, and I have done a lot of self beat up and, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not by any stretch unique in that. Mm -hmm. Um, well, he's got the Irish Catholic guilt thing too. You know, that's, you... that's a disaster. Yeah. So I try to fight that thing, but you can't you know, fight it is there. You're a Catholic. That's what, that's, what, there, that's dude, what you got. I mean, it, I, that's, yeah, they're the cards and I just got to deal with it. I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've been working on it. I, um, maybe with experience, I've learned to sort of let it go sometimes mm -hmm. and kind of step out of it. If there's something going on, I'll go out and take a walk, something. But that's just come with experience. I mean, listen, you can sit in that self-beat up for for endless amounts of hours, mm -hmm. and you're just not going to get anywhere with it. Um, but sometimes, you know, listen, we make mistakes, yeah. and you just have to, you know, try to just – do it the best you can. I'm trying and I'm work in progress in communicating better. Yeah. So if I'm having a shitty day and something's bothering me, I'm really, really working on trying to not not sort of close off, which is my tendency to just go quiet and try to mm -hmm. figure it out. Um, and sometimes, listen, this could take a couple of days. And, you know, she knows something's wrong. She's like, can you please talk to me about it? Um, and, and then I will. And I feel like a weight's been lifted. But that comes down to what we started the show with in believing and trusting each other. Sure. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, and me I being comfortable exactly. in being vulnerable and being comfortable in being authentic and saying, listen, I'm really struggling with this. I'm sad or I'm mad or whatever it is. And she'd go, listen, let's, let's just talk it out. And I always feel better after it. But then that's and, the balance. And that's, vice versa, and, 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 and that's the balance because it's not, you know, you know, I don't want people to think that, hey, you're a man and this is what how, this is only something that men do. Women do it, too, because you yeah. are trying to deal with it. You can't deal with it. And, you know, if you have that person you trust and you can open up to them, that is what helps to relieve stuff. And then you start figuring it out. 
You know, yeah. and I'm sure if you didn't have that, you would not be doing what you're doing today with Sunday provisions. You wouldn't be doing that. You would have probably uh, been stuck in that moment. And she brings you out of that moment. Correct. And that's important. See, I'm yeah, giving you props, Christy. Giving you, giving you marital props. <laughs> Listen, dealing with me is no easy phase by by any stretch. I'm not an easy cat to deal with. Um, well, the Irish in general aren't used to expressing themselves, right? They hold everything in and they try to deal with it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not they're not very open. And for me, I'm very much into communication. And yeah, I can tell you're having a bad day, but you know, let's let's discuss it and because it's true the minute he discusses it and usually we'll go for a walk or something so that we can walk and talk um when he discusses it we both feel better like we're able to kind of work through it did you, and, did you like um, physically feel that ah that moment? yeah, no, yeah. No, honestly yeah. i feel like that like a weight's been lifted yeah. and i'll sleep better that night and i'll wake up the next day with a little pep in my step yeah um but shit, Lou, that could take me three days or four days to get to the oh, position speed up where I'm comfortable. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly it. Because I know I should get do sick. It. You'll get sick. Uh, that. That, that's for sure. That's right. You know. Yeah. So, so now look. Um, just so people know, the viewers and the listeners. Um, you know, Gavin is a is a is a gym beast. He's trained with some top bodybuilders and athletes and stuff let's talk about that real quick I, yeah i don't want to talk about somebody in particular that we know too much because it's because that head gets like this and it gets bigger but even him but even him he found his better half oh my goodness come on now uh, you know, for those of you who are wondering, we're talking about Michael Hearn, mm. who's a good buddy of mine in Los Angeles. Mike's been in the fitness game for a long 40 time. years. He's 50, 51. He looks phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and Mike and I were friends and training partners in Los Angeles for about seven, eight years. Well, we've been friends for longer, but we've been training together for about seven, eight years, um, which was amazing for me because I love training. I love working out. Um, and for me to, to train and this, sort of uh, um, moves into business as well and you know life to a certain degree but I try to surround myself with people who are experts in what they do right Mm -hmm. and I think we should all try to do that and a lot of people get that so Mike's been the strongest bodybuilder I've known the strongest fitness guy um but clear you know and he's six three or six four and 250 Mm -hmm. you know I'm not anywhere close to any of those I think he's about 280 right now but go ahead (laughs) 280 yeah well that's a different conversation yeah but my point is is that you know I train with him and because I want to push myself I want somebody to push me so that's in my marriage as well you know I you know I am married to someone who's going to push me Mm -hmm. and you know and have me strive to be better you know physically emotionally um and then in business, you want to surround yourself with people who are experts in what they do, mm-hmm. you know, as much as you can. Um, but yeah, but Mike was a great influence on me for, you know, because he transitions from the gym into life, mm-hmm. right? And he has a great, you know, he has a, you know, a fitness empire that he's building and his better half, Mona, the mother of his little... She's an angel. She's oh, an no, angel. She is. She is. I, I, yeah, yeah. I remember before they got married, before they were doing anything, 
And I, she had mentioned that to me. I said, you sure about that? You know, but, <laughs> but you know, the thing is, is that you have balance and, and them together, there's a balance. There's such yeah. a balance yeah. there. And, and I'm happy for both of them because now they're hitting their stride as far as what they want to do in life and in business. They have a family, they have these things going on, but you know, people that don't know Mike intimately like that, you know, they have to understand he has a big heart. Okay. And sometimes oh, he gives too sake. much I of mean, himself. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. And Mona's tough. So she's like, eh, nope. <laughs> well, she's, you know, she's the business mind yeah. and she takes care of all that sort of, sure. sort of daily. Um, she's a no nonsense girl. Yeah. You know, she's just a straight shooter, which is yeah. why, you know, she and us get on so well together. Cause it's just like, this is how it is, you know, yeah. you're, you know, but, uh, you, you know, Mike is a, you know, is a loving guy and, you know, you know, dogs are his life. Obviously, yeah. he has a little boy now, a little baby Titan who mm-hmm. is more jacked than me, which is Yeah, that, that kid got arms um, and legs. What the, I mean, dude, he came, he's like he, nine he came months older. Like 250. <laughs> dude, he came out with a dumbbell for crying out loud. Do you know what I mean? All right. no, no. It's a fire. Yeah, no. He's working out. Can't say a word, a but he's curling. <laughs> But you know what? He's I mean, then and the reason why we're talking about them is, you know, relationships. When I see that evolution of an individual, when they have their better half, they're able to rise up. You guys uh, came together and you saw the better half, you know, of you and that's helping you to get together. And that that's why you know, let's talk, I want to talk about Sunday provisions because yeah. this is your venture that you're, I mean, you're doing a lot of great things there because you look, you were a chef on, or are a chef on a very high level, on a very high level. You know, you did some special things with some very famous people. Um, and now you're doing this with Sunday Provision. So let's talk about that. Okay. So I've worked, um, it was probably in 2004. I was hired by a supplement company called EAS mm-hmm. who had a, um, who, who had a fitness diet program called Body for Life. Mm-hmm. So they had hired me to cook for Cindy Crawford uh, because they wanted her to be an ambassador for this fitness uh, fitness eating plan, if you will. So I cooked for her for a number of months. That was sort of my transition into the fitness space in terms of a professional uh, you know, capacity. So having worked for her and then for them, I did some trade shows and such. I started working and sort of transitioning into fitness. Now, I was into fitness myself. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of in, you know, through my teens, you know, I played rugby and played some sports. Um, however, never really sort of correlated the importance of food and fitness together until that sort of time. So I went and I studied nutrition in Santa Monica College. I, I did a course so I could have more of an understanding. Mm-hmm. But having worked then for EAS, I started getting hired by trainers and nutritionists to work for some of their clients who might come into Los Angeles for a period of time maybe uh, football or sports guys in the off-season, actors who, who needed to put on weight or lose it, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I would start to cook, you know, cook their food. So that was really um, something that, we, you know, that I was very passionate about because I lived it myself. Right. So it wasn't like I was living my life of you know, fast food and then cooking healthy food for other people. I was living what I was doing. And that just speaks to, to, really to, to being authentic. You have to be... And this sounds cliche, but you have to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you can't pretend, oh, I'm a big fitness guy who cooks healthy food. 
but I'm going out drinking and smoking well, and eating burgers every you, night. You you don't just talk the talk. You 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 walk the talk. You say it and yeah. you do it. You, know, you lead by Correct. example. You're not saying do as I say. You're saying do as I do and do as I say because I do it too. And when you of do course, that, of course. It, it, it's a different thing. It's a different animal. It's like somebody like it's like a coach that is pretty heavy and everything that's showing someone how to do something. But then you think you tell me what to do, but are you doing the same thing? You know, so it's a little yeah. difficult to, to have that full faith that they're doing what you're doing. You know, they may know what you they're know, talking about, to, but it's just a different thing. You know, it's easy to be a coach, uh, you know, and, and just tell someone what to do. But I want to hire someone or work with a trainer in the gym who I see is taking care of themselves as opposed to just telling me to do five more reps. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why when I was working out with Mike, Mike has been doing the do for 40 years. Oh, no question. So I'm not questioning. If he's telling me to do an exercise this way and he says just do six reps, I don't question that. Why would I question that? Mm -hmm. So of course I'm going to do that. So um, similarly, when I was starting to be hired and working in the fitness space or the fitness industry, um, you know, that gave – you know, gave me a stamp of approval, if you will, mm -hmm. that I was doing correctly what I believed I was doing correctly, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? That I, you know, that I was cooking food a certain way and it aligned with what people were looking for. Mm -hmm. Listen, I don't cook the frou-frou stuff. I've done it. I've trained in the restaurants and the hotels. I cook for clients the way I eat, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, you know, there are people, you know, who were similar to me who want to eat clean, healthy food. Um, my wife would disagree because I eat very, very boring food here in the house. <laughs> I eat the same stuff all the time. But that's just functional for me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Makes it um, easier. No decision. Just do it. It's just rice, meat, veggies. Yeah, yeah but then it. I'm on dinner duty. Yeah, well, uh, that, that happens sometimes. you got to yeah. balance with the, with, the, with the marriage, yeah. It's, it's about balance. Yeah, it's about balance. I get, the, I get the, it must be nice to be married to a chef all the time. I'm like. Yeah, little, I did cook last little, week. Little, little do they know. But you know the I thing is, last week. when when you when you're doing something, let's like say you're a mechanic, you're always working on cars. You come home, and you don't want to work on a car, you yeah. know. So you're a chef, you don't want to cook, you know. So that mechanic. type of thing. So you are the mechanic. <laughs> there you go. I'm you're a mechanic. kitchen mechanic. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> let, let's uh, grab grab uh, some of your Sunday provisions, and I want to talk about that. So let me show so, show the people so what this, you got. So this was a product that I was making. So it wasn't a product initially. So I was cooking for some clients. This is a pecan butter, mm -hmm. three ingredients. So our company is Sunday Provisions. Okay. So right there. So we have four flavors. I'll let Van of White here show you the rest. Um, so I had been hired by a nutritionist in New York to cook for a, a couple of guys who were actors in Los Angeles on a very okay. prominent TV show. He had hired me to cook all of their foods. So I was cooking all of their meals, dropping it off to their house. This is how this came about. I um, they'd asked me to make some snacks, uh, no almonds, no peanuts. So I was in Whole Foods one day. It's a true story. I saw a bag of pecans, and I made a pecan butter. And I was making for them for months. So, but I was making it the way I wanted to make it. So it tasted good. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the pecans are full of nutrients, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals. Um, so I knew that the, that nutritionally, it was a fantastic product. And flavor-wise, it was great, and they were underutilized because now it's holiday season. Mm. Everything is pecan everywhere right. for the next two months. So literally, that's how I was doing it. And I started looking around the stores and saw there was nothing out there with just a pecan butter. Mm -hmm. So we said, let's create a product and let's see what happens. 
So we did. So my then business partner, we had the company was called Beardy Boys back then mm -hmm. because my then business partner, we didn't really create a food product. We were just creating a product. It just happened to be a pecan butter. Right. And we built a website and I walked into a store called Air One in Los Angeles, a very prominent high-end grocery store. And I had three flavors back then. I walked in, met the manager, three jars, three spoons. I said, taste this. And he tasted it and said, it's great. I said, let's go over to the shelf. Of course, I had done my research. I knew they didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. I says, I'll take that shelf. How many cases do you want? He said, I'll take six. And I'm like, That's I don't know how to make six cases. Oh, you don't have six cases? I said, cases, I don't know how to make had... six cases. I had, have... I had three jars. <laughs> I said, I don't know how to make six cases. He says, it's a true story, though. He says, do you have a UPC code? And I says, I don't know what a UPC code is, oh, but I'll figure it out. There you go. It's the barcode. Yep. But that's how you figure it out. And But because I speak with so much passion and because I created food as opposed to creating a product, there's a difference. I didn't create a product. I created something delicious, nutritious that I would eat, that I would feed my wife, that I would feed my son, yeah. and that I would feed other people. That was the distinction. Um, and we've been in business now for four years. Um, we have a number of we have about thirty something retailers, smaller retailers, and but the majority of our business is through our website, direct to consumer. We're running a huge Facebook ad campaign right now to sort of drive sales that way because in the past couple of months, consumer buying habits have changed. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are using Instacart and these sort of companies to do their shopping for them, so it's more competitive now on the shelf. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, one of the things I did through this whole pandemic was I was able to get us into Whole Foods. Nice. And that really just came about similar to how I got us into uh, uh, into Air One. I got the name of someone who, who was in Whole Foods from somebody I never met, mm -hmm. someone I had to establish a relationship. Um, Christy created a, a sales pitch. Um, Look at you creating sales pitches. Check her out. <laughs> completely on the fly. We put pictures of the product, talked about the nutritionals, what it was. Um, I called, emailed. This lady um, didn't know where she was, and she emailed me straight back. And it turned out she is the the head of the local global initiative for Whole Foods nice. in Austin, Texas, in their head office. So basically, they hit the jackpot. Mm. And long story short, sent you know put me in touch with the local buyers here in SoPac, who's you know SoPac in Southern California, Nevada. Mm -hmm. um, and I got us into Whole Foods here local to start us off, just to have a kind of a footprint in the community. Um, which is, you know, was pretty amazing. And now we're just building the business, getting the brand out there, speaking about it, talking about, um, you know, really just talking about our passion, Lou. Mm -hmm. You know, half the time I'm not really selling. I'm just telling the story of how I created it and what it means to us. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you like it. It's also so different now because with the grocery stores, you could go in, you could do tastings, people could taste it. And the minute they taste it, they're like, I'm in. But, but that's and all gone now. You know, it's all it's all changed. It's all and then that's why so you, you know platforms you have to pivot. Yeah, you have to pivot. And that's why, you know, platforms like, like Vero Hive and, and and avenues like this allow you to go and reach the public differently. You know? Correct. You know, and, it allows you to tell your story. Sure. Sure. And that's and hopefully important. people can sort of Yeah, of course it is. That's why, you know, the you know the platform you've created with Vero Hive is 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 so much more important now because for someone like me who's just trying to connect with people because I can't do it in the stores mm -hmm. you know I was doing a lot of demos 
back in LA when we lived there and and I loved it because I could talk about who I am how it you know how how I came up with it my background what the product is but I can't do that anymore so I need a platform like Vero Hive to be able to talk about it and connect with consumers yeah. that's why when we had to pivot you know we still have a retail presence but we really had to pivot uh, fast and go more uh, D to C you know direct to consumer yeah. because Otherwise, you're just going to get swallowed up. Aha, but now, why don't we have a tasting? Do a tasting with Vero. Oh. <laughs> Man, no, you know no. what? Who knows? Maybe so, at some point, we'll figure that out, too. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? We could send you some product, and we could do a live tasting or invite some people and do a live tasting on Vero Hive I, of I, the product. I think that that would be a good idea to go – and get uh, a panel of people, and this Correct. is what we're gonna this, do. You, you, you viewers, you're hearing this now. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go at some point. We're gonna have a panel of people. They're gonna have the product, and we're gonna do a live tasting. And it's not gonna be coerced. There's no no acting. No, just bringing them in the room and basically talking about it, and let them go and decide, and and what they feel about it. And then they can yep. go. And then you're talking about something real. You know, and look, with Sunday provisions being in Whole Foods, the good thing is, is that that's automatically on Amazon, right? So your audience just opens up. Well, yeah, 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 we have to onboard into Amazon. But yes, it certainly um, opens up the door for it because obviously, you know, they're the same company. But listen, this, you know, I mean, for me, I love talking to people. I love connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And if now the way to do that is virtually then I, you know, then that's great. You know, I just have to do more of it because I just missed that sort of interaction when I was able to demo the product. And, you know, it wasn't even about selling it. It was really just about talking about it and just yeah. people being interested in why you did it and how did you start it, especially now because, um, you know, you know, people are missing that. Yeah. And people need to have that connection. Yeah. So if we got to do it virtually, I'll do whatever we have to do. Yeah, and it's virtually. You know, the thing, this is what I see, and this is in the future. You know, I see this, and you viewers and listeners, mark my words, you're going to see a sudden Sunday provision show where Gavin and Chrissy are going to come at you, and they're going to come at you, and they're going to have people in the room. They're going to they're going to they're going to have interaction with. The, uh, the people that enjoy the product, bring them on, and they're going to have live chats. They're going to have a lot of things going on, and it's going to happen on Vero Hive. I'm, I'm making this it's gonna prediction happen right on Vero now. Hive. There you go. Are I you? Like okay, it. that's – I like it. He's, you know, he's we're like, in. I like Listen, it. we're in because, like you know, the more we can sort of talk to each other, mm -hmm. and even though, you know, we're not in the same room, it feels like we're having, you know, sure. a more, uh, you know, a more connected Conversation it's, it's, it's more to... intimate than see Correct. a lot of you, you, social media is has become so antisocial. Okay, you can go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all this stuff. The problem with that is that Facebook is so huge that yeah, you can't really connect with anyone. You know, like you go post something, who's going to see it? You don't know, or you don't yeah. have the audience, the the attention of the audience because there's so much clutter. Something like this, we got your attention. And the listeners and viewers of the UCW radio show, they know this, that you're listening to this because there's a story behind it, there's inspiration, there's something there that interests you. And having a Sunday provision show is going to be interesting because if you're talking about 
what you're doing and how the different things you can make and all these different recipes and stuff like that. People like seeing that. And, and I think yeah. that that would be killer. Okay. And keeping people connected and having the ability to chat in real time too is pretty cool. So it's amazing. It's amazing. And of course the fact that you can record it and you can send it to other, you know, you can send it to anybody. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? So again, you know, if somebody can't be there at that moment, they're still connected because they're able to, you know, they're able to view it later. Yeah, we can't tell Mike about this because he's going to want in. We got to just keep him, keep him, keep him with uh, on his path. Keep him in the gym. And that's listen, <laughs> he doesn't know how to turn on a computer. He's good. He doesn't want to turn on the computer and press I, start. I know. I know. I saw that, that little, <laughs> his little, uh, he did, he did a commercial actually. I say we keep talking about him. He did a commercial about this. I think it was Snickers. You know, and he was knocking out. Oh, oh, that, was, yeah. that was with our buddy Tom. Tom, uh, Tom is a dentist, a, a very, a very highly acclaimed dentist in Beverly Hills. Yeah. So they did a little um, thing together. Yeah. Yeah, that no, was no, pretty cool. Good. Yeah, that's Mike on it the computer, by the way. So, he's like, <laughs> you yeah. know, but yeah, yeah. but yeah, you know, look, you, you just your story and everything. Uh, I mean, I love it. I've loved it from from the last show we did. I love it more now because now I see you're making the team. The team. The teamwork is making the dream work, and you Correct. guys are bringing this together. And now what I want you to do, because we're coming to the end of the show, uh, let people know how to find out more about Sunday Provisions, your website. Okay. Give whatever information you can right now. Thank you. Let me just say first, if I can, Lou, I want to thank you just because, you know, you've been a huge supporter. Um, you know, and we were introduced through Mona, uh, and you've been super gracious in – in you know and helping us get the you know you know get the name of our company out and you know we stay connected yeah. um but i want to thank you for giving us the opportunity because right now you know as we just talked about you know trying to connect to people is a little bit more challenging but also when you have a business and there's a lot of small businesses going out of business right now which is yeah. it's you know it's heartbreaking you, you know it's yeah. tragic because yeah. we know what the effort it takes to even commit yourself to starting a business not sure. to mention just kind of the you know the daily grind so, you know, we want to highlight small businesses and we want to try to help other businesses as much as we can mm -hmm. so that we can try to prosper and get through this. So I just want to thank you for giving us that opportunity. Well, look, Gavin, you don't have to thank me, you know, and I appreciate and I'm humbled by your kind words. You know, I think that as people, we have to help each other. You know, it's, it's, it's humanity, you know, and you're yeah. right. Small businesses are hurting mm -hmm. and going out of business. And if we can go do something on Vero Hive to help them to keep, thing to keep the engine moving because god knows that you know washington is holding everything up and it's not just one party or the other it's both parties and it's ridiculous right. so if we can add this tool to 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 their 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 shed so they can go and continue to connect with people differently than we do and i think that you small bishop small business initiative on vero would be awesome and i think that you'll be helping a lot of people by doing that good 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 you know christy always says and you know not to speak to you but listen it's just human kindness right now that's what we really need an abundance yeah. of yeah. You know, everybody's on edge there's a lot of people hurting and stressed and we have the election coming up you know it's a lot of noise lot of going on. in the world right now it's a lot yeah. of stuff going on yeah um so anyway um so our, web, our business is sunday yeah sorry yeah, the um, sundayprovisions.com, sundayprovisions.com. We have a Facebook page, Sunday Provisions. Um, and we, we actually, this is a sneak peek for you. We have a new flavor coming out. Uh, do we have one? Oh, yeah, we do. 
Next Give week, we're bringing out a pump kit. Oh, that's so my favorite. This is a sample size. That's my favorite. So I'm going to send you some of this. We have a pumpkin spice pecan butter. Literally, it's going to be on the website on Monday. Nobody knows about it. We send out these samples to all of our current customers as a little freebie. Um, and we had such a great reaction that we're just on the fly created a product and we're going to put it out for the next couple of months, limited edition. But I'm going to send you some product. No. Anyway, um, yeah. So, you know, Facebook through our website, sundayprovisions.com. And, um, you know, please support us. You know, we're, you know, we buy our pecans direct from the farm in Texas, maple syrup from a family farm in Maine. Only three ingredients in here. We have our our cinnamon flavor, which is pecan, wrong way, wrong way, spice. We have a coffee flavor, which is my favorite. And we have a chocolate flavor right here, pecan choco. But three ingredients and four ingredients. No preservatives, no additives. You know, we're all about American made like yourself. Supporting it. farmers as much as we can. I love it. And um, it's just a family business. I love it. I love it. And you guys are doing great things. And, you know, you have my support now and tomorrow and every tomorrow after that because you're great. You're good people, good hearts, and you're doing something amazing. And your caring is, is there on every different level. Now, on uh, in closing, Christy, what are your closing words for us today? You got to have something for me. Today. Today. Today, you know what? Um, right now, I'm really big into kindness and supporting each other. So I think today, if we all did something kind to someone, and then it snowballed, if that person did something kind to someone else, I just, I think we need to spread a little more kindness. Throughout. Even for Heath, even for Heath. He's done. There's only so far you can go. I have it in it's my not heart. a charity, Lou. <laughs> I can try. Now we, we, some wine. we we love Heath. We love Heath. No, good good people. We I think we all have good people around us, and that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, and I want to. look the viewers, listeners out there, go check out SundayProvisions.com. See what what Gavin and Christy are doing. They're doing some amazing things. Support small business. I implore you to do that. They need it now more than ever, uh, and especially American companies, support them. Support them. Great things are going on. Gavin, Christy, I want to thank you for coming on the show, and we're going to bring you back, you, and you're going to be doing some some interesting things on Vero Hive yeah. with Sunday Provisions, so I'm looking forward to yes. that. Okay, but we're yes, gonna yes. and we're gonna we're gonna have an update in in another couple of years, and by that time you'll be you'll be on Joe Rogan's uh, show, and you won't even remember me. <laughs> hey, it's so funny hey. you said that. I know. Listen, listen. That's the on journey, the to-do list. Listen, the journey is the journey. We won't question it. Well, we won't question it. That's it. That's it. All right, you guys enjoy. Yeah, Don't thank leave, you, buddy. We appreciate you. Stay, stay with me. Stay with me, uh, okay. listeners, viewers. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back with you with the next episode of the UCW Radio Show. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you, and I thank you.